This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. So good to have you here. So much to discuss here on our local bulletin board program. KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. We want to hear from you, whatever's on your mind. And there is a lot going on in the world, as always, but it seems to get a little bit crazier each day. Or does it? Depends on your perspective, I guess. And I, I just th- thought I'd throw this out there, just checking here on a Monday, current average of for a gallon of gas in Bellingham and Whatcom County, 449. That's actually uh, 51 cents less than a month ago. And lo and behold, it's over 30 cents less than it was a year ago. Where was all that money going a year ago? We didn't have that climate pricing in place. Who was jacking up the price to 479 and a half cents a year ago? But uh, just our program's about what's on your mind. And let's get right to the phones. And as he sometimes does john and ferndale gets us rolling today hi john hey joe how was your weekend it was very good actually went to uh you know took my daughter and a friend of hers to uh pumpkin patch uh, we went and saw the um the uh, taylor swift uh concert movie and uh so mm, how I, was it? Uh, it it was good it was very good my my daughter's kind of turned me into a semi-swifty i like some of her songs and it was uh, it's pretty incredible. He can he kind of trying to imagine what it would be like to be one a performer like that, uh, to step mm-hmm. out on the stage and have what 80,000 80, people just lose their minds over you. <laughs> You're just there in their presence. It's 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 a phenomenon. That's uh, that's pretty amazing. That one music uh, documentary that I've been trying to get you to watch. Ah, yes. The, from, the, the, on YouTube called The Wrecking Crew. The Wrecking Crew, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. There's one scene in there with Brian Wilson hmm. from the Beach Boys uh-huh. before he had uh, his mental problems, uh-huh. right? And to see him the way he was, because, you know, all of these these uh, artists would go in, you know, Sonny and Cher were in there, they, they fixed their song, the beat goes on. You should have heard the original version when they when they walked in. But uh but to just to, to, to see Brian um excited, you know, and and, uh-huh. and uh yeah, just it was it's just an amazing documentary that, that spans, you know, all of the hit factory basically where uh all these songs were perfected basically by jazz musicians uh-huh. who were who were studio musicians playing rock and roll. But like Glenn Campbell, you know, was <laughs> uh, uh, one of the studio mu- musicians, and later on had had a huge career. But uh-huh. anyway, uh, enough about about music. How how about that gross domestic product? Mm-hmm. Almost five percent now. I mean, the, the economy, our economy, despite the fact that there's worldwide inflation, our inflation here in the United States is bad, but it's not as bad as the rest of the world. Like, for some reason, we, we you know, our economy and, you know, the, the engine of capitalism is working fine. And eventually prices will come down. But um, 
Yeah. Anyway, so I'm 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 just excited about that. Uh, I, I want to address one thing from last week, and then I'll let you go. Okay. 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 Um, uh, let me see. My good friend Rod. He called in after after I had called in, and uh, I I I wrote it down. He 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 said that I'm a black widow spider, a troll, a liar who weaves propaganda. Okay. And the issue that he has with me, Joe, and this is the issue that I have with him, the only issue I like when he goes off on his tangents and whatever and his Trojan horse theories and the, the size of the universe and all that, that's fine. Okay. But when he said, he even mentioned it, when he said that they're in the war between Ukraine and Russia, there's no saints. That's where I take issue with you, my good friend Rod, because the, Ukraine did nothing to get attacked, except simply abide by, you know, uh, uh, every protocol and norm that there is. And Russia, Putin, and thank you, God, for giving him a a heart attack this weekend, (laughs) (laughs) and a stroke, I heard. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the Ukraine... Yeah, Ukraine is, I, is blameless I, I, in this, and it's just it's it's it's. Uh, I just wanted to stress that that we should all oppose, like the current Speaker of the House, uh, uh, the new guy Mike Mike Johnson, said that yes, you know he's flip flopped on funding for Ukraine. He voted against it, but now he's for it, which is fine. He's for it now, right? He wants more transparency. It's not like the Ukrainians are selling any of these uh, weapons on the open market, even though. Russian propaganda and people who are against the Ukraine uh, defending the, themselves push that that propaganda out. All of those weapons are accounted for. Every bomb, every bullet, well, and hopefully, yeah. like so, they're doing F sixteen training right right now uh, okay. uh, for those pilots. And uh, yeah, I just look forward to uh, Russia getting its butt whooped. Okay. Well, I, yeah, I. I... I don't know that we'll see that, but uh, yeah, I think it's kind of absurd to, uh, to the idea that uh, Ukraine would take weaponry that we're sending them when they're in this ex- existential war with uh, Russia and uh, would be selling it uh, on the black market uh, in order to, I guess, enrich them, you know, the, the, the aristocracy there. I, I seems seems um, seems quite far-fetched. But thanks, John. Appreciate your call. Let's uh, go to Michael and Linden. Hi, Michael. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you on this Monday? Very good. Very good. It's been enjoying, you know, been enjoyable listening to everybody call in and talk, you know, for the last week. And I haven't been able to, to respond to anybody or talk to anybody. But John just set himself up here with this call. So okay. all right. <laughs> I guess I'll start with him. I mean, first of all, does John not realize that Ukraine has banned 11 political parties? They've jailed political opposition leaders. They banned people from even speaking the mother tongue of Russia in Ukraine. I mean, I don't think he, you know, he understands anything like that. I mean, that's how Nazis act. You know, those are the people that ban political parties and censor the press and then arrest the Orthodox priests at the churches and tell them that they can't hold mass anymore because they might be Russian supporters. So, in there. so I mean, now, now there is a Ukrainian language 
the, 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 everyone in Ukraine does not speak Russian. Are they, they can, I suspect many can speak Russian and some, no, some so prefer it, however, they, but, they but now, but no, let me just ask you, Michael, does any of, any of this, because Ukraine, like it, all, all countries in this former Soviet bloc are, they're pretty, pretty infantile, uh, democracy. So they, yeah, that I, and so I. I mean, does, 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 does all this make the make what Russia is doing to this little country right? Do you remember the Warsaw Pact? The Warsaw uh, yeah. Pact used to consist of Poland, right. used to consist of East Germany, and used to consist of all these Latvian, Slok, you know, Slovakian countries there along the Russian border. Mm-hmm. But the Warsaw Pact has less countries in it now, where NATO has expanded dramatically. And isn't that what Russia is complaining about? I, I, you know, I'm kind of, I, I'm kind of like when I am with you, with your, your Russia fixation and, and adoration, it seems, uh, as I am with Jim and his, his Stalin, uh, <laughs> Stalin thing. I mean, I mean, come on, Russia, Russia, there, there's not much going, good going on there. I mean, look at Russia's system. I mean, Russia. Argument. We don't want but, missiles in Cuba from Russia because right. that's here in hemisphere. Okay. Guess what? They don't want them on their borders either. We no, didn't. We didn't. We didn't, we didn't even have a. We didn't even have a defense agreement with Ukraine. Russia. Uh, I mean, we we've got a, a, a defense agreement with NATO countries. But I mean, come on. I mean, talk about the political system in Ukraine. Look at Russia. I mean, if you oppose Putin, if you're not imprisoned for life, you're you're poisoned. Or both. Well, and that's the problem with that kind of system. It's the kind of system that Democrats are trying to install right now with Robert F. Kennedy. Robert F. Okay. Kennedy is denied service protection by the Biden administration. He's denied debate. He's denied a place on the ballot. Is that democracy in action, or is that just them choosing another deep state? person that's been in office for 25 plus years to run the country again well he's not denied a place on the ballot i mean if he can uh, you know whatever you know states have different rules for uh being uh allowed onto the uh, primary ballot or you know and, and states and parties have have rules i mean these aren't changed by the biden administration in light of uh, well, robert f kennedy jr's candidacy to screw Bernie Sanders out of the nomination when Hillary Clinton was the candidate. Come on, Joe. Everybody knows this already. Well, okay. So, I mean, I'm... Come on. Okay. okay. I'm a supporter before I voted for Trump, and this year I might even vote for Robert F. Kennedy. The thing okay. that people want... Well, you now, can. He'll run as an independent. Here's the thing. John is so fixated on Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, that he misses the greater message. And the greater message is we're tired of the corruption, we're tired of the way it's been going, we're tired of the $800 toilet seats, we're tired of being lied to about the weapons of mass destruction, the rescue of Jessica Lynch, the firefight with Pat Tillman. I, I mean, even John was on the radio the other time talking about the ghost of Kiev. Do you remember that? <laughs> All right. And that turned out to be another far-fetched story that they just feed on CNN for the simple-minded people to say, yay. I'm going to wave my Ukraine flag and get it in my bio instead of worrying about their own darn country. Okay. America, where they live and their own people and their own neighbors. They want to send their tax money to Ukraine, Israel. We send them billions every year. Egypt, we send them billions. And look where the money winds up. In Bob Menendez's apartment and a bunch of gold bars. 
Okay. Right? All right. Uh, so that's all right. All that money into Bob Menendez's apartment. All right. Well, okay, Michael. We kind of, we kind of, we we, we done uh, kind of the circuit, run the circuit here. But uh, quick break. Back with more. We got uh, Jim, Lou, Rich, and we'll have room for your call too here on KGMI Connects three six zero six seven six five four six four. Ready to put some skin in the game? The only sports book north of Snohomish County is now open at Silver Reef Casino Resort. Get in the game with baseball, football, basketball, hockey, and your other favorite sports. Visit Portage Bay Sportsbook and Bar and place your bets today. Sportsbook open daily at 9 a.m. Betting kiosks open 24-7. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. At Silver Reef Casino Resort, we've got that. Escape the hustle and bustle of the city and get ready for a fun and relaxation-filled getaway. Luxury hotel rooms? Yep. Championship golf? Mm-hmm. Top-rated casino with all the best slots and table games? Yes and yes. World-class dining at the region's best and Wine Spectator award-winning steakhouse? Yes, please. The total package is only missing one thing. You. Silver Reef Casino Resort. Located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. Dedicated to service, shining a light on local individuals, law enforcement, and groups giving back to our community. Brought to you by Nieder House of Luxury in Bellingham. Dedicated to service congratulates Allied Arts of Whatcom County upon their selection this year for the Community Impact Award. Allied Arts of Whatcom County is one of nine honorees of the 2023 Governor's Arts and Heritage Awards, the highest honor bestowed by the Governor's Office for accomplishments in arts and culture. Active since 1979, the staff and volunteers of Allied Arts of Whatcom County empower artists via events and gallery space, enrich school children through education outreach, and work as local liaisons to art and enthusiasts of all ages. Congratulations to all and thank you for your service to our community. Dedicated to Service is brought to you by Nieder House of Luxury with Bellingham's finest selection of jewelry including GIA certified diamonds and lab grown diamonds and custom design. Nieder House of Luxury, 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, next to Lombardi's back patio. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Can I do that? Let's just say real quickly, uh, at the top of the hour on the CBS News, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu was heard saying that he won't never negotiate with Hamas, negotiate a ceasefire with Hamas. That's unthinkable. And yet there are those who say that Ukraine should be actively discussing a ceasefire and a peace agreement with Russia that would certainly entail it giving up territory to Russia, which I have to agree with John on this. I mean, just without provocation, invaded and has launched horrendous strikes, missiles into cafes and train stations. And uh, I mean, I, I just don't understand how anyone can can defend Russia and what it's done there in Ukraine. But uh, let's go to Lou and Lyndon. Hi, Lou. Oh, hi, Joe. Yeah, I want to start off with a, a quote from Bill Maher. Uh, Bill Maher on a recent show said, America's elite universities have become kind of a cross between a, a day spa and a North Korean indoctrination camp. Okay. And the point, he, the point he's making is that there's so many um, brainwashed students in our colleges and universities today that they're actually going out and shouting support for groups that still use the Nazi salute 
still think Mein Kampf, Hitler's book, is a great book. It's a bestseller amongst Hamas and Hezbollah. And we've got students in this country who cheer them on. So that shows you how utterly brainwashed so many of us students in this country now are. But my main point, I'm calling this because uh, John and some of the other callers don't understand that Russia has a vital interest in a warm water port on the Black Sea. Their only other ports freeze over in winter, solid ice. They can't use those ports. So the only port they can use all winter long is the one at Sevastopol and the ports on the Black Sea. Okay. So when Ukraine tried to take control of that region, Crimea, and, and away from the Russians, the Russians felt they had to act as a vital interest to take control of Crimea that region. was part of Ukraine until Russia annexed it, it, it illegally by the the uh, judgment of the international community. I mean, it was part yeah, of Ukraine. You know, that, it was that doesn't historical. change the fact, Joe, that so, it's like if we, okay. our, our, our port in Louisiana is considered a vital part of the United States. Right. If someone sees Louisiana, then we would go to war. And the Russians feel exactly the same way. They cannot yeah. give up their warm water port. And they've felt that way for all of modern times. And that, so I'm just saying that's, that's no, an irreconcilable. It, it wasn't difference. part. It was part of Ukraine. It was not part of Russia. And now because it wants it, it this has decided to take it militarily well, who, with brutal, you're, brutal you're military action. Historically, the ports. The warm water ports were controlled by Russia, but you, once the Soviet Union broke up, then Ukraine claimed those areas, but they were never undisputed areas. They were always disputed. And again, a, a vital interest is a vital interest, Joe. It doesn't well, change. Russia annexed, some... uh, an, Russia annexed Crimea. It did not, and uh, Ukraine was not. Threatening, threatening Russia with military action over that annexation, and Russia still invaded eastern Ukraine and would have invaded and taken over the whole country if it didn't fight back. I mean, yeah, I agree that you know the cruelty I, that Putin I, used when he invaded eastern Ukraine was just terrible. He's awful. But, uh, you know, we have just, he's awful. This, these these conflicts have gone back and forth since the ninth century, and we can't solve the problems and. Our getting bogged down in a war there is utterly absurd. Well, talk about a conflict that knows no end. What about the Middle East? What about Israel and the Palestinian conflict? And are, are, we're bogged down there too. I mean, do we not? Do we walk away from that too? Do we just say, ah, say la vie? We're we're tired of it. I mean, do we? I I'm just asking. What do you think there? Yeah, Israel is a our most important ally in that part of the world. And the United Nations, um, together with all the countries at that time, Russia included, the United States, we recognized the birth of Israel after 2,000 years. So that's a separate issue in my mind because there's absolutely no reason whatsoever for the Jewish people not to have their homeland, which they've had for thousands of years. That, that they ha Jerusalem was their capital. No one else had Jerusalem as a capital except the Jews. And so it's indisputable that they are native 
to that right. region. Okay. Well, I I don't. Okay. Okay. All right, Lou. I, I think it's kind of we're talking in circles when you know, and, and uh, the the logic I think is pretty clear in in both cases. I I don't know that we walk away from Ukraine, but we stand strong with Israel. I mean, we've got our other allies in in uh, the Middle East. Uh, you know, J- neighboring Jordan and. And uh, even Saudi Arabia, for that matter, I mean, we're fairly tight with them. Not as tight as we are with Israel, but I, I don't know. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing all right. I think the overall uh, summation of what a lot of conservatives believe is that we're in it with Ukraine to help them, but they are not the most – they are – a little more corrupt than we want to admit to, because before this war started, it was widely known that Ukraine was a fairly corrupt government, right along with Russia. They were very similar. Now, I don't think anything Ukraine's done justifies getting hospitals bombed and all the bad stuff that's going on. But on the other hand, there is probably more to this conflict than our Western media tells us. So there is some merit to people saying, hey, Ukraine is kind of a corrupt place, too, and they're probably not perfect. And so we don't really know why Putin did what he did. There probably is some minor justification for Putin's actions. We don't know what it is. I mean, I you know, again, nothing justifies this insane stuff he's doing, but there's got to be a reason. You don't just bomb somebody for no good reason. There must, there's other stuff know. going on. We've, okay, well, I, I, I don't know. Some we, do we seem to just bomb people either. for no good reason, but yeah. But but well, I but I appreciate I do appreciate your perspective on that because well, and, and there probably is some more to it. There there probably is, and um, I, but from you know just what we see and what the world sees, it just doesn't make any sense. But oh, it's crazy. Yeah, so my yeah. main point, I mean, what I wanted to call you about was uh, immigrants. Uh, over the summer, there was some place in Texas where they were they had two hundred thousand in this one area illegally illegal crossers in one month. It was like some sort of record. You know, you heard it on the news, too. Uh-huh. There's 3,000 counties in the United States. And every, if everyone shared the burden equally, that would be 60 people per county of new immigrants. Or you could call them illegal trespassers, or you could call them asylum seekers. You know, you can – whatever you want. But people that would come, and we have to take care of them. So our state, in its infinite wisdom, has announced that next year we will offer free health care to people who may or may not be here legally. It was just on the – four o'clock news right before your show came on so that's kind of sad so it makes me think why don't we charter planes to these third world dumps and start flying people in because hey they need help we could take them here we could take care of them we could feed them clothe them educate them you know hopefully they're not criminals we'll just they'll just say they're not we'll believe them and it's fine i mean what's the difference between that and then them showing up here illegally it's not a big difference well i well, we're yeah, I mean, we're anyone who shows up, literally anyone on planet Earth who shows up in this state, we are offering free services to. That's so absurd. Like, well, there's no rules. There's no rules anymore, Joe. It's anarchy. OK, well, no, I mean, offering people, you know, making sure people have have proper health care. I don't see that well, as being anarchy. Really, I see that as being it humanitarian. It is. It, it is. It's both. I mean, it's what do you some, I mean, and the problem is, Joe, there's eight billion people I mean, and we can't take care of them all. Well, it, but I mean, if someone is here and they fall ill or they're injured, uh, what do we do with them then? Yes, we, you're then, correct. But they need to be here with either, uh, you know, on vacation or to see family, not here to come take stuff from us because they just want a better life. And we owe them like okay. we owe the world something, Joe. Think about it. How many people are? This is a math question. 
It's uh, I, I'm not saying that it's not an issue that we need to that we need to deal with. But, you know, let me just let me just say this. Sure. When when uh, when um, uh, Donald Trump was elected president, there was, a, you know, a, you know, majorities, Republican majorities in the House and the Senate. They had Congress. They had the White House. And they were and heck, they heck bent on doing something about illegal immigration. Yet they did nothing. I mean, they, I mean, well, Trump Trump built some of his no. wall, and he and he he turned up the rhetoric. But I mean, if they really wanted to solve it, they could have dedicated billions of dollars to this I whole thing, and they could have question. locked it in. It could, they could have locked it in as as bi- no. This let me tell you, they could have locked <clears> in billions and billions of dollars for a wall <laughs> for a. Every kind of system for a, a right. massive army right. of of of, uh, right, of of of. Um, let me just tell, say, of uh, right. a massive army of border agents. They could have solved this problem to their uh, hearts' I'm delight, but they you. didn't. I'm agreeing with you, Joe. But they I'm didn't. Agree, I'm agreeing with you. Then, Did the, you hear that I'm agreeing with you? Yeah. Then what? Well, what's your answer hey, to they're, that? Why right, didn't they? I have a very simple answer, Joe. Because Washington D.C. is 100 percent corrupt, Republicans included. And okay. Donald Trump did do. No, no, I'm not done. Donald Trump did do something for the border as much as he could with executive powers, and it did help, and there were less trespassers, and now it's double what it used to be. Wow. Congress never does anything, Joe, because Congress is corrupt. Well, it's then, just then, how it is. then all the rhetoric coming out of Congress now criticizing the Biden administration should be taken with a grain of salt because there's nothing correct. sincere about it. Joe, it, it, you're correct. It is okay. all corrupt in okay. D.C. Now, I, I just got done reading another good book about Ron DeSantis. He was in Congress for eight years. And he spells out the corruption and why things don't happen there. The higher-ups control everything. The party leadership controls everything. Good people who go there, just like what I've said before, this is instinct, but now he's proven my instinct correct. They go there with good intentions. The corrupt machine does not allow them to do anything without being corrupt and greasing the palms of all the go-betweens. And that's why nothing gets done. Okay. And he addressed this issue through cheap labor. Corporations want cheap labor. They love illegal immigration. Well, so there are there are those that do yeah. absolutely. Well, Rich, I got to take a break, but I I appreciate your call and uh, and and you know we agree on more than we really think we do. Quick break, back with more. We got other folks on the line three six zero six seven six five four six four. Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866-733-5111. KGMI invites you to check out the new menu from an award-winning chef at the Bistro at the newly renovated Shucks and Golf Club. With flavors inspired by New Orleans, with ingredients from the Pacific Northwest, you'll enjoy one of the most creative restaurants in the region. All this week, listen to the KGMI Morning News and the KGMI Afternoon News to score a gift certificate to enjoy the Bistro at the newly renovated Shucks and Golf Club. Enjoy a handcrafted menu with a PNW flair. The Bistro at Shucksin with KGMI. Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866 733 5111. 
The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us on this Monday. Let's go to Jim in Bellingham. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you today? Doing all right. What's on your mind? Well, actually, there's quite a few things I've been listening to, but uh, to start out, I'd like to mention a video I spent a couple hours last night work, uh, listening to. Uh, it uh, had uh, one Jewish... Um, uh, Israeli uh, Zionist essentially named David Brog B R O G, who uh, uh, took the side of the you know Israelis in this ongoing fight. Uh, the other one was Norman Finkelstein, who has got the last part of it for a good hour or so. It's it's good if you can get find the time to to li- listen to it. Uh, Norman Finkelstein, I mentioned before, you know, I kind of. Uh, said a name dropper of Paul Newman and Norman Finkelstein. I mentioned him. So he's a Jewish man who uh, is definitely on the side of the Palestinians. Uh, he may have said that Hamas maybe did something wrong, but uh, he gave a whole slew of statistics uh, to really refute the David Brog, who is pretty much uh, all pro-Israel. Okay. And so there's a woman called uh, Michaela Peterson. So she was kind of the, a younger blonde woman. I, I think she may be Jewish or whatever, but uh, she said, I don't get any trust from the mainstream media to enlighten me. Uh, so she said, I'll have these two guests on uh, to you know have a sort of a debate, even though it was okay. more just one and then the other. Okay. So that's that. Uh, there's also... Uh, what else? You mentioned what? Stalin. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. I'll just, yeah. a br- just briefly, uh, I, I can't really advocate for Stalin himself, but if you only read the first thing you hear, like uh, when I was young, I, I thought Ronald Reagan was a really nice man. And if I just never read anything else and, and took the static view, I'd still think he was a really nice guy or his, uh, uh, or if I did uh, read more than I would change my mind as I have. And okay. uh, so Stalin may or may not be a great man. You can read about it. J.V. Stalin file. Stalin was a great man by Webb Du Bois, D-U-B-O-I-S. He was a black man. He was no dummy, as I've said. Okay. And he was the one that wrote the eulogy. So you can check all that out. And uh, okay. just uh, I'll, I'll right. comment later on about uh, the book, Politics of Anti-Semitism, and so forth. Okay. All right. Thanks, Jim. Uh, all right. Go back and see. All right. If you change your mind about Stalin. But uh, let's see. Let's go to Robert in Bellingham. Hi, Robert. Hello. Yeah, I, I heard the figure there's 8 billion people in this planet, and we can't take care of all of them. And I, 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 I'm back to my theme about overpopulation. I, I think there's... Uh, almost too many. There could be too many people, or at least too many people, given the way people want to live today. Um, and I, you know, I'm I'm for birth control, and e- even 
I'm for the woman's right to an abortion, and I'm not a big fan of abortion, but I think a, abortion might actually be more humane than than the killing that's going on in so much of the world. But okay. the main thing I'm thinking about is, you know, I I think a lot of people want to come here because we are a pretty tolerant society still, and I'm I feel like. Russia has become more conservative. Uh, Israel and and the Palestinians, their very religious situation of fundamentalists pretty much fighting each other over nationalism and all of those different things. And uh, Russia has come up, too. And I, when Russia, under Gorbachev, it looked so good when Russia was reforming and becoming more multicultural and more freedom of speech and human rights. But I I think it broke up prematurely because there's a lot of infrastructure and stuff. And and not that I justify what Russia is doing now. I think it's horrible. But I think if they could have waited a little bit longer and reformed the Soviet Union, because I think it's more important to have human rights regardless of what the country is. And, you know, things like the warm water port is an issue. And I, I don't know, you know, I think if people got along, they could use you. Ukraine's warm water port. It it isn't true that Russia doesn't have a warm water port. It may not have a good port, but they actually have Russia itself oh, has right. some shoreline I mean, on the Black Sea. Pay pay Ukraine to use their port for goodness yeah. sake. I mean, do you have to kill people and destroy right, half exactly. of a country to, to get you know be able to ship out whatever you want to ship in and out? I mean, for goodness sake. I, I just like European Union. If that's all it's about. Yeah. Exactly. Russia actually has warm water coastline at Sochi, which is where the Olympics was. That's on the Black Sea. Also, that's east of Ukraine. But there is some Russian shoreline on the Black Sea. So why don't they build Hmm. a port there? There you go. Yeah, there you go. All right, Robert. I appreciate your thoughts. I want to get uh, to go to give Rod a chance. Hi, Rod. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going there? Doing all right. I just wanted to, I'll make a, um, Rich, um, I'm kind of with him today on some of the statements that he made on that, because me, I, I, uh, politicians that stay in office for way too long um, just expose themselves to so much corruption. And that's really where I was coming from with the Ukraine, Russia. But I don't just include Russia and Ukraine as, the, as those that aren't saints. I mean, I include the United States, our leadership. And the European Union, and and and, and in particularly like Germany as well, the, all these people, these these people at the top, so to speak, of leadership, they all play a role, and they saw a lot of this coming. Now, it didn't make it right, and especially all the innocents and the people that have been killed because of this monstrous act of Putin, and and, and including his people mm-hmm. into yeah. uh, getting involved in all that. It's just it's horrific. And then what we see today regarding the Mideast and and then this this sweeping Palestinian um, and it's like you've got the Palestinian flags running it's like it's Hamas it's not all the Palestinians it's Palestinians are caught in the in the middle of those crosshairs at times and then yet there are those that secretly do support all that and it's very convenient it's very very messy um, but you know with with John I mean I just wanted to say I mean I don't look at I don't view John as an enemy at all um, in fact, I've said many times where 
Um, I thought his his viewpoints on things are good for us to consider. And I didn't. And I, I'm I'm really pretty careful about calling people names. And it's like I didn't call him a liar, nor did I say that he lied. I didn't call him a troll. I said he liked to troll, and that he was a black widow. That and I was saying that figuratively. You know me. Okay. I just like using metaphors and stuff. And it's like, and I chose the black widow because because of the way the black widow weaves a kind of a chaotic web of rhetoric, oh, okay. not lies and rhetoric. In, in, Rod, uh, uh, you broke up there for a moment. Oh, so it's more of a system of of uh, of, of of hyperbole and paralogisms and okay. how we can kind of swing the stuff. That's really what I was saying there okay. on that. And I'm pretty sure I said that. So I know I said a whole bunch at one shot here okay. on that. But I just, God, I just wish the world would get along. Yeah. <laughs> like no the doubt. Rodney King thing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, I mean, hey, John, keep calling, man. I, I, I get a kick out of it. I even got a kick out of you telling uh, – Rich today, when Rich was saying, can I answer that? <laughs> you said no. <laughs> you wanted, <laughs> I want to make my it. point. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And I was but. cracking up on that because it's real. This is real conversation and, and, and the opportunity that we have here to speak um, what's on our behalf and make amends and do all these wonderful things and call each other out without making it too messy because that, that ends up being like graffiti bit on a wall, you know, yep, yep. instead of right. painting beautiful pictures on a wall. So Dig anyways. It. Okay, thanks, John, Rod. I'm not your enemy, brother, so cool. hang in there. And thanks again, Joe, for giving me this opportunity. You bet. A good call for Monday. Thanks a lot. Before we take a break, let's go to Shannon in Bellingham. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Joe. Um, well, I just uh, have uh, several points to make okay. about Israel and Ukraine. Um, a few distinctions are that, number one, Israel is uh, kind of a small little country, uh, li- the one liberal democracy that exists in the Middle East that's surrounded in a sea of hostility uh, between Syria, Iran, uh, uh, the Palestinian and Gaza situation. They literally have like a 360-degree sea around them of, of, of terrorists who literally want to destroy Israel. Ukraine, uh, by distinction, is a neighboring country to NATO. And if you remember, Zelensky had been applying for NATO membership prior to the invasion by Putin. That, I think, was part of what got Putin, obviously, and the situation, I hate to make it sound cynical, but I believe Biden is essentially using Ukraine as a bulwark to NATO because NATO was is, is just as much caught by surprise by Russians' invasion to Ukraine, even though it's not a member country and it isn't an ally. And what happens or what's happening now is that Biden is sacrificing Ukrainian citizens because we aren't going to put any boots on the ground. NATO was, and let's just remember this, and as much as people hate Trump, Trump did criticize NATO for having a lack of a functioning military to to be pre- prepared for situations that have occurred and to continue to milk the United States of America to fund the wars, which we many people have always said we shouldn't be the cops of the world. Right. And and so why are we putting why isn't NATO 
putting well, in the money to defend their own interests when it when when it's on their continent. We're, we're we have the Atlantic Ocean between us and Ukraine, but where but right. the difference is is that we're also provoking Russia by adding more and more fuel to the fire, because but then now, and me, we've also pushed right. Russia into the hands of China. But the, then the, the geopolitical we, aspect that has occurred. Do we and, just? But let me ask you: Do we just step back, let Russia take Ukraine? And I mean, and and along your argument well, that okay, one, Russia one, doesn't. Well, well, but NATO. the whole idea of the whole idea of NATO encroaching on Russia. Now Russia wants to expand toward NATO. I mean, you have to I'm understand that. I'm not talking that. about NATO encroaching but, I mean, on Russia. What you're not you're not getting my point. Okay. What I'm trying to tell you is that this is a cynical way of allowing Ukraine to take the brunt of the violence. Because NATO is afraid for it to come to its borders. So they're basically sacrificing Ukrainian citizens. That's why Zelensky keeps coming to America, even coming to the White House and having a press release, asking for more money. Because he knows – and you know what this is – what I'm going to basically say is he knows this is the price for membership to NATO. He has actually tried to talk to Biden and said, are you going to give me membership to NATO now? Am I not enough of your partner, enough of your ally to show, to prove that I'm Well, Biden has I'm said worthy. that while the war and is Biden in effect, that, not, okay, Shannon, Biden, he's using he, it as a He's using it as a but Biden didn't start this. Russia invaded Ukraine. And and you have to be honest, there are NATO. There are NATO members that have supplied Ukraine with weaponry and with with resources. Hundreds and hundreds of billions. Okay, Shannon. Okay, so 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 you so so we should now, Shannon, let me ask you, we should step back. We should allow Russia to overrun Ukraine and take the country. Number one, number one. Okay. All right. You're not answering my question, the- though. You're not answering uh, yeah. my question. I mean, is that what is that what we should do? I mean, is that your point? We step yeah, back you know and what? let Russia I, do whatever. Th- there is a theory out there that Russia would pull back if we weren't so involved. Oh, that boy. we're actually increasing the okay. provocation by virtue of adding military intelligence. Okay. Well, uh, funding well, well, for funding for the entire war, the more okay. and then the equipment for the war, the training for their soldiers. Well, I'll we're let basically people, in the war. It's a proxy war. That's well, the problem. Well, you don't understand the term proxy. The United States I, is I in do a understand war with the Russia. word proxy. We We've been in wait, a we've war fought, with uh, Russia. Okay. Well. Okay. Okay, it's, Shannon. It's, it's okay. All te- okay. It's all technical at this point. All right. No, I will let that the theory percolate that if we just stood back, that Russia would say, "Okay, all is well." I mean, we weren't doing anything. We weren't supplying Ukraine with weaponry before Russia decided to invade. I and I'm no fan of war. Don't get me wrong. I I I'd wish it were over and done today. But do do we just turn around? Do we just allow it to happen? And uh, and at the same right, I mean, why why do we support Israel? I mean, Israel is not completely surrounded by hostility. Jordan has made peace with Israel. Egypt has existed peacefully with Israel for decades. And uh, but like I said, think about that. If that would be the case, should we withdraw and stop supporting Ukraine? Or would that make everything just all this go away. I, I tend to doubt it, but quick break. Back with more. We got other folks on the line. We'll get to them and to you in just a moment. Paid political announcement. I'm Kathy Kirshner, your current District 4 Whatcom County Council representative, and I want to continue my service to you. Four years ago, I was honored to be returned to the County Council by an overwhelming 74% of the voters. I have not taken your trust in me for granted. 
working diligently to stand up for and honor District 4 values, building trust and respect among other community leaders, even those with differing opinions, and finding solutions that work. My priorities are simple, to put you first and solve our problems. This means being a leader who listens, understands, works for you, and doesn't waste your time or money. I believe smart government is about bringing people together, building trust, and finding the best solutions for the most people. That is what I will continue to do when re-elected to represent District 4 on the Whatcom County Council. I ask for your vote by November 7th. Paid for by Vote Kathy Kirshner. Today... One in five working-age Americans has a mental health condition. People in all types of jobs and at all levels. And the key to helping us succeed is a supportive and inclusive workplace. All of us have a role to play in making that happen. So what can I do to help? As a CEO, I can set the tone for supportive culture. As a manager, I can offer assistance and accommodations. As a coworker, I can listen and be a source of support to my colleagues. As someone with a mental health condition, I can ask for what I need to perform my best. I can offer all employees the supports they need to deliver on the job, for the team, and for the business. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? I can remind others that we all benefit from workplaces that promote good mental health. Mental health-friendly workplaces are more important than ever, and all of us have a role to play in promoting them. Learn more at whatcanyoudocampaign.org. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Monday. Let's go to Robert in Linden. Hi, Robert. Hi. Good to hear from you. Good to have you on. Hey, I uh, want to address uh, the guy who, who mentioned that the Jewish people are the native people of that land. Okay. And uh, in the uh, Christian Bible, in Exodus 23, 31... They're talking about the Jewish people being moved out of Egypt and into the, the promised land. And verse 31 ends, For I will deliver the inhabitants of the land unto you, and thou shalt drive them out before you. That's the first act of aggression in that land. God helping the Jews move out the native inhabitants. And it's been tit for tat ever since. Okay. All right. I'd like to also mention that uh, when the uh, from a long time ago, the Romans in in 60 A.D. they they ran the uh, Jewish people out of that land. Now they didn't get all of them out. You know, a lot of them went back to hid up in the hills and stuff. And I think it's been proved from reading years ago that the people who who were moved up into the hills are the exact are the Jewish people by DNA. They proved it's the same people. Okay. And uh, so, anyway, it's just the, an interesting... Or the item. Israelis, Israeli people, uh, Israelis, is that right? All right? Okay. All right, Robert. Okay, thank it's, you. Okay, appreciate it. Let's go to Tim and Everson. Hi, Tim. Yeah, hey, Joe. Uh, boy, you're kind of ornery today. Uh, oh, it's Monday. I'd like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good reason. Uh, I'd like to make a couple distinctions here. One, when Russia invaded Ukraine... This wasn't a surprise attack. They were amassing troops there for six, eight, maybe ten weeks, right. hundreds of thousands of them. Mm-hmm. And everybody knew it. The whole world knew it. And even the United States and Joe Biden came out weak and says, well, it depends on what they're going to do. That thing could have been nipped in the bud 
from the get-go. It's my belief that if there were some diplomacy there, that thing could have been nipped in the bud. Okay. In, 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 in Israel, these people came over in, in paragliders and through tunnels and bulldozed through walls and raped and killed and burned and beheaded people. You know, it depends on what statistics you want to go by. But that, in our equivalency to our per capita population, would have been about 50,000 people. And if you don't think the American people, right or wrong, would would want revenge on that, then I think you're a little bit misguided there. And one last thing is is I think you're a little bit misguided if you think that Jordan and Egypt have these friendly relationships with with Israel. Okay. Because All right. I don't well, think that's so I mean, much the case. You think we could have uh, we could have de-escalated the situation between Russia and Ukraine? I mean, we knew, we've known forever that you know, Hamas and Israel were at each other's throats. Um, why didn't we uh, take some steps there? Or were steps available? Were th- was was uh, was any kind of diplomacy possible? Let's go to Michelle in Everson. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Well, I'll answer that last question for you. You can't. <laughs> Hamas does not negotiate. They want every Jew dead all around the world. That's their starting point. Uh huh. Okay. So there's no there's no moral equivalency between that and what happened in Ukraine. Oh, now, come on. Now, Russia bombs, you know, the missiles slam into hospitals and cafes. And and uh, I mean, they're they're doing some really awful, awful things. And I'm I don't know that that that, that Russia is, uh, you know, on a, you know, a step over in a way above Hamas and how they're acting. I I can't say that. Russia has no treaty of slaughtering and killing every Ukrainian citizen until they are no more. Okay. okay that's the difference, okay? Well, that is okay. the difference. Do you admit that? Well, yeah, but I mean, what does a okay, what does a treaty, what does a, what does a thing on a piece of paper, a statement? I mean, what 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 matters is the reality on the ground and what's really happening to people. But and go ahead. The reality on the ground is that Hamas is the whole doctrine is to eliminate Israel and every Jew. Well, and I'm Germany, not, I'm not and, okay, don't get me Russia wrong. I'm not speaking not in favor of Hamas in any way, shape, or I form. But I'm just saying you can't draw. The, the, the two situations are very different, that's all. Okay. Russia did not go in to kill everybody. They went in because that's been a territorial dispute forever. And one thing that we've forgotten in this discussion is that the reason— if Zelensky had backed down off of all, all Russia wanted was not to have a NATO person, a NATO country on his border. And unfortunately, the United States encouraged Zelensky and Zelensky pushed for for being in NATO. And that is well, what caused the war. But, That's I, a bit but, of it. but, 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 but Zelensky, but Zelensky has leaned toward the West. That's true. But now, I mean, like I said to our uh, previous caller, I mean, not, if Russia doesn't want a NATO country on its border, if it takes over Ukraine, it's it's right there. It's got NATO countries right on Ukraine's border. I I, agree. I, I understand that. Okay. okay. So, I'm, but also we have to remember it was almost two years ago. Russia, Putin wanted to meet with Zelensky, and they were talking, ready to talk peace, and they had a negotiator. 
and the Biden administration nixed it. And people oh, probably hmm. don't know about that. You can research right. and find I'll, it out. I'll, 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 this is all about making money. It is not about saving people or democracy. We have you and me as okay. citizens of America have no vital interest in Ukraine at all. If oh, you have well, a philosophical well, okay. interest because you think they're a democracy, which they are not. That is not true. Okay. He is a dictator. All right, Michelle. Uh, I appreciate your thoughts. Let's go to uh, John in Linden. Hi, John. John, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. I'm here. Okay. I just wanted to encourage everybody, uh, go get your flu shot and go get your COVID booster because this new COVID, you know, that virus mutates all the time. So you got to get the newest booster. Okay. And there's there's nothing wrong with it and it's, we're going to keep our keep everybody safe this winter. So okay. I encourage all your listeners, go get it. Have you gotten the shots? I have. Okay. Did you get them at the same time? Uh, no, I got the flu about three weeks ago, and then I got the booster this weekend. Okay. I think I, I think that's good advice. What about the RSV? Did you get that? I'm not. I'm not, not, not old the, enough for that Not the one age. Yet. Okay. Good, good for you. <laughs> all right. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Okay. Bye. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, an interesting discussion, and I think one definitely worth having. But um, I, and and like I said, I'm no fan of warfare. I, I wish none of this was happening. But when an aggressor, which I see in Putin and Russia, or well, Putin and, and Putin's Russia, um, doing the awful things they're doing to Ukraine, and for what? Um, I, I I don't see any, you know, that, that they're any more justified in what they're doing than what Hamas did. But, um, and, and I'm not saying, well, that's all I got to say today. We'll be back tomorrow at 4. Join me then. Did you know that many of your neighbors are struggling to keep food on the table? In an average year, Whatcom County Food Banks feed 3,500 local families weekly. Area food banks need your support now more than ever. The Feed the Need Community Food Drive supports local food banks. Team up with Industrial Credit Union and Cascade Radio Group to help fight hunger. A donation of just $10 can purchase $80 worth of food. Donate now through October 31st at Industrial Credit Union branches or online at industrialcu.org. How safe do you feel? Fentanyl has crept into our schools and our community. Children, friends, and neighbors, this affects us all. And I'm frustrated with the lack of urgency regarding this crisis. I'm Hannah Ortis, and as your next Whatcom County Council member, I am committed to having hard conversations so that we can find real solutions. Our most vulnerable are depending on us to put people over politics. This is my home, and I will represent each and every one of us. I'm Hannah Ortis, and I ask for your vote this November. Paid for by when it's happening in Whatcom County, it's on KGMI and KISM HD2 Bellingham. From the West Mechanical Studio.